to Stalking Spurs, 40-ish minutes of football-adjacent frivolity. My name is Patty. I am your host with my co-host here, Acid. Hey, Acid. Hey, Patty. What's up? We have a lot going on. This episode is stacked. Uh, for those that missed our last one, we actually did a special pod on Sensational. And as if we didn't have enough Kyungmin Sun in two episodes, we're devoting another, the first half essentially of this episode, to a whole lot of Sunny. But that's not all that we're going to discuss today. We're going to go through our last few games, uh, most especially, I guess, the most recent one with all our Liverpool fields. A new section, but maybe non recurring, who knows? I don't know, called Lol Jose. It's back, Shityan Likes, and of course, our favorite BB of the week. But as said, I guess before we like kick things off, if you guys are interested in following along with anything we talk about today, you just uh, hop on over to our episode description. We'll be posting all the links we uh, discuss over there. If you haven't been following us on Twitter and Instagram, we are on social at Stalking Spurs. Come say hi. Contribute to our mailbag. We may answer your questions if we have the answers. Thanks to Pietro Lizatine <laughs> for our music. And I guess just smash that subscribe button. Like, yeah. recommend. Well, while you're hitting yeah. all those links, just, you know, <laughs> click that subscribe button as well. And there goes the uh, whistle for the first half. Like we mentioned, we just can't get enough of Min Sun. Yes. Oh my God. The first thing we want to talk about is it's a video posted on Instagram, on the Spurs official Instagram of Sunny. And they kind of just give him emojis. They shout emojis at him. And then he has to say who he thinks of in the team that's like associated with that emoji. And the first one is fire. And of course, you already see this coming. As soon as you see the fire emoji, Sun goes, Harry Kane, because he's untouchable. Of course. The next one is the game controller emoji. <laughs> and he says, Bergvine, which is super interesting, because I think this is what? like a recurring thing about Bergvine. If you guys remember in the, the Amazon documentary about Spurs, there's a part where Eric Dyer, like, playing with yeah. Bergvine with, Keep was it Kyle yeah. Walker-Peets or something? And then Eric Dyer gets, like, really frustrated because he's losing and just walks out of the room. <laughs> he goes, you're so jammy, man. And then he leaves. And it's because, I guess, Bergvine's just beaten him a few times I mean, straight. Why don't you do a Twitch stream with Delhi? Like, I would kill for content like that. I want to see more of Bergwine's personality. He's been, a while. He's been around a while. Come on, Stevie. Give us something. Give, yeah. us, give us a bit more personality on, like, I mean, admin of our socials too. Maybe it's time to give him some sort of spotlight too. So. I guess we're seeing snippets. We know he likes designer bag. Like, he's super, like, good at gaming and, like, kicks everyone's ass at it. So let's, let's give yeah, us a few more. Give us a few more. Yeah. Speaking of other people we're getting to know, when Sonny was shown cricket gear, obviously, top of mind would be Joe Hart. Uh, Sonny says, I would be up there as well, which is obviously fake as fuck because Sonny... You were not even in any of the cricket videos. Can you please? I want Sonny to commentate and explain the rules of cricket. Yeah. Not that I'm doubting that he can because, well, I can't. Sonny, don't be a faker. Give us this cricket knowledge, you know, or shut the fuck up. No. Because we've seen what? I think we've seen 94,000 minutes of Spurs cricket footage. And not, not a single minute has included Sunny. Uh, speaking of other people, we're so happy to see more of. Uh, Sunny was shown the wizard emoji, and the guy he mentioned is Tiny. He says, on the pitch, you can see he can bring some magic. That you is know it. right. 
I love that Sunny acknowledges like game knows game, you know? And and Tangy clearly is a fucking wizard. You know how like all of them have a persona? Like obviously they, they call Musa also goat and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I feel like Tangy needs some more branding as well. I, I want more. I want yeah. more from him. To know? be fair, they're building it slowly. Like yes. you're starting to see. Like I guess with this video, when Sun sees wizard, he goes, oh, magic must be Tangy. And I think... Uh, in the past few weeks, there's also been like a, a really nice hyper realistic artwork of Tangy on the Spurs' <laughs> official Instagram of him, yeah. like in a magic show. So I think they're trying to make him that someone with no branding problems. <laughs> Next, <laughs> <laughs> when Sun is shown the emoji of someone getting a haircut, obviously, mm. who owns the hair space? Mm. Toby. <laughs> so that was really easy. Surprising was... though, the next one, he was shown the laughing emoji. And like Sun says, oh, Lucas Mora. Because Lucas Mora is supposedly super hilarious. Interesting. I thought see, see that. Always we've seen Lucas are like always yelling kois 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 from the top of his lung. Take a page from boy band marketing 101. Create the persona. Push it forward to the fans. <laughs> We will lap it up. We will lap it up. Speaking of boy band good looks, so the last emoji we want to talk about is the camera emoji. So Sunny's shown the camera emoji and he says, oh, Reggie, because he's always taking photos. The Zenial BB boy of the group. I wonder what kind of photos he's taking. Is he taking selfies? Is he taking pictures of things? Is it group shots? Like, what is it? Because he hasn't updated his Insta in a while. Unless he has a Finsta. I don't know. Mm. But thanks, Sunny, for uh, walking us through this emoji assignment. Quite cute. Speaking of more Sunny, we're not the only ones who think he deserves much more content because Sunny gets his own Twitter account and his own emoji. Oh, wait, I'm so sorry. Actually, it's Spurs Korea. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me correct that. Uh, Spurs Official has launched a Korean account. Yeah, and I think it's about fucking time. The Korean fan base is gigantic. So if you guys, if anyone understands Korean here and is listening and you haven't yet followed, I'm surprised if you haven't, but it's Spurs underscore KR and follow them on Twitter. We don't speak Korean, but we're following it. I I thought his emoji was super cute, yeah. Yes, oh my god. So how do you launch an entirely new Twitter account for, like, dedicated to a country? You launch it with an official human son emoji. It's wild, huh? I I have, like, some small comments on the the emoji not quite capturing son's likeness exactly yeah, old, but i think it's yeah. good enough it's so good uh, enough. for those that aren't aren't aware they did a whole bunch of permutations on sunny's name in both korean characterization and uh, in english so basically anytime you type in sunny or human sun or whatever you get the emoji which is super cool and i think the perfect tweet to <laughs> To celebrate this came from Toby Alderweireld's Twitter. And it's just, it's a simple tweet. All he says is, the perfect hashtag doesn't exist, dot, 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 then the sunny hashtag with a sunny emoji at the end. It's super sweet. I've been meaning to check if it's his most liked tweet ever. And I was super, super (sighs) excited to check. And I looked and I saw how many times it's been retweeted and liked, but I haven't compared it to the others. Then I started to feel like, oh, I hope that's not his most liked tweet because it's not oh, really no. about him and it's about someone else. So I hope it's not. I hope it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I feel bad. But you know what? 
come for the sunny, stay for the squad. So if that's a way to get people into your brand as well, I think, yeah. you know what? doesn't hurt to hit your wagon on a star as because well. Because it's a and massive cool. star. Yeah. So we were thinking, like, we were watching the game the other day, um, and we saw the, like, the, the running ads along the side of the pitch hyping the, the Spurs Korea Twitter account. And then we are just thinking that, wow, all of this is because of Sunny and the magnitude of his stardom. And then like Toby mentioned that, oh, Spurs has got to look into another Korean player. Like he grows and maybe becomes older at some point. Like he can't play for us Never. forever. Never. So we need to get the next Korean superstar in to like keep that going. And like the next day, Spurs women announce. Yeah that they've like Sign. welcomed hashtag welcome Cho Cho So Hyun yeah. has joined Spurs women so far on loan let's see how it goes yeah. I hope she shines so she's on loan from West Ham and I, I wish her like all the amazing success me too and like okay I'm not even thinking of like love team Sunny and this Korean girl because obviously that's like so stereotypical K-drama wherein oh my god two Korean football stars um, happened to sign for the same team and <laughs> because they're both I don't Korean. Know. <laughs> yeah. Because we're Korean. Why not? And at first they're just like lumped together and this is my plot line, okay? These are two big stars. Well, one is a bigger star naturally, and the other one is a pretty big star in her own right, but not quite sunny level. As with all K dramas, there has to be a bit of friction. Like, why are they lumping us together? Racists, you know, like who are these people? But then they kind of slowly bond over that and like they find like, oh, there's another Korean. And instead of seeing it as like, why are they lumping us together? They grow to really enjoy each other's company and like people who miss home, you kind of get a bit of that. Mm-hmm. And then obviously mm-hmm. they fall in love. They fall in love, they fall mm-hmm. in love. And then and they both and it's not a Wimbledon scenario I don't know if you've watched Wimbledon where one of them gets more successful the other gets less successful here they build on each other's success and they both shine in their own rights and lead us to championships so I think yes. that's the best part oh and then you know what's great Spurs you know what's great is that, man yeah. wins yes some a yes. trophy Spurs women wins the trophy oh and my I'm, god I'm, I'm really thinking of scenes wherein she obviously goes to attend this game she has, he attends her game and my favorite parts are you know when they win games and they go up to the crowd then they can go up to the crowd and do the kiss there boom I know there there's no crowd Netflix. because it's COVID yeah. Netflix here is Should your show concept Should I pitch? Yeah here here you go and show Take it. Yeah. Make it yeah, happen. It's a K drama. It's a sports K drama. I'm pitching it now. Sunny and Cho. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> sorry. I, I'm so sorry. That came out of the word that was not in the outline. <laughs> I, I couldn't help myself. Finger hearts yeah. emoji. Finger, all of it. Yeah, of course. Of course. Netflix make it so. Sorry, we are I'm happy bad. to develop this show with you. You know how to reach us at Stalking Spurs on Twitter. Moving on to more contrived more. stuff. We're just going to talk about this really quickly. There's a video called Last Five that was posted on the Spurs Instagram where this guy, I guess he does this last five thing with all Mm. footballers and the guest for this particular episode is Sun. They have to show, like talk about their last, or one of the questions or the main event question is like show us the last five photos on your camera roll. Which is great. I love that. Like, I would love, like, to hear the the answers and see the answers of all of our players. But I guess for Sunny, you're going to get really hyped up and excited and then kind of a bit let down also 
Because of course, they would never be that off the cuff and that vulnerable, I guess. Never, never. Of course, the last five photos had to be planned and curated and very, very carefully controlled. Stupid. Yeah, missed opportunity, I think. Super. I mean, like, the, the photos he showed are really nice because he shows, but... like, a photo of him as a kid. No one's last five photos on their phone is a photo of them as a kid. When you get pitched these ideas... I know you want to give Sonny because he brings the likes and the content, but give us something authentic. Come on, we're not stupid. We're not idiots. Don't pander to us in that way. I think that's condescending and a wasted opportunity. And it's a loss of trust, right? What did I learn from this? Nothing I didn't know. And I feel like uh, they didn't have to go like literal last yeah. five photos. But just even if you simulate it a little bit closer to real life. Yeah. It was a photo he took, like, on a walk or something. Yeah. That presumably was from the last 24 hours, but doesn't have to be. So you kind of get an idea of his neighborhood and his daily life. Maybe it's, like, a picture he took of food when he went, when he ate out. Just more, like, real things and not things he was obviously... His publicist team obviously saved in his phone. You know what pissed me off? His background. A black background, really... I don't believe you. Fake. I don't believe it either. I don't either. believe you. Stop I'm... lying to us, PR yeah, Stop lying. <laughs> anyway. In case, and we'll just plug it one last time, in case you guys haven't listened to our last two episodes, uh, we did a two-part special on Sensational, which aired on TVM, six parts, and we post a YouTube link to like English subtitles, and sometimes it was good, sometimes it wasn't. Luckily, if you haven't subjected yourself to six hours of nonsense, Amazon has managed to do their own version of it, a one-and-a-half-hour cut, which shows up on Amazon Prime, available in the UK only right now. Check it out. But also, a little preview of shit Jan likes. Jan liked a Spurs web tweet of a video of them showing Sun- Sunny bumping into Dyer and Jan and Hampstead Heath and taking photos with fans. And it's cute. And I just wanted to insert Jan into this narrative because I like that he's still liking content about Spurs, but more on that later. And there goes the halftime bell will be back with Kumbaya Master Toby to talk about our past couple of games. Hey, and it's halftime. We are joined by our football correspondent slash Kumbaya Master Toby. Hi, Toby. Hello. Good to be good to be back. Always yeah. always good to be back. Yeah, always <laughs> glad to have you. <laughs> loads of games, loads and loads. I think we have a record 143 games <laughs> since we last recorded. Our schedule has been packed. So we are going to breeze through some highlights. <laughs> let's do this flashcard style. We'll bring up an occurrence in one of the games and then let's react to it and get things moving really quickly. I think we should go in reverse. Let's mm. start ah. from our uh, latest, I guess, Cause just because it's the freshest in our memories. And then we can uh, dig a little deeper into the past. I guess the memories are fresh. Maybe the pain is also fresh. Maybe let's ignore the pain and <laughs> just remember all the good memories. So we're recording this a few days after the Liverpool game. And there's, I guess, one epic, legendary, iconic moment that we really want to talk about. Pyramil Hoybe. This man is 
clear Spurs legend in the very few months he's been with the club. The goal he made for us was beautiful, but also his celebration was just pure class. He was like, no, mm-hmm. let's get to work. Like, he was trying to fire the team up, and I thought that was super duper wonderful. He's so wonderful. I'm wearing my Vertonghen kit, and he wears the same number now, and I was at first nice. feeling very odd about him, you know, wearing the number five, but I feel yeah. now that he deserves it. Yeah, I think that's a great point, because they share a kind of never-say-die attitude. I mean, Vertonghen scored. We all remember that last-minute winner, the header he had in the rain from, like, 18 yards out, which was unbelievable. So, yeah, I think they, they do share a similar spirit of just never giving up. And what we needed that day was 11 Hoybiers, because that... We all know bad VAR calls happen, but being a goal down against Liverpool is an opportunity. It's There's absolutely no reason to hang your head, and that's just not how we're going to achieve the high heights that we want. So I think it's easy to just say it was a bad day and move past it, but at the end of the day, I don't mind the loss that much. I don't like the drama in the team. I don't like everybody feeling sorry for themselves. It's a good group of guys who know how to play football. So just get out there and like believe in yourselves. You know, it's like one nil down. It's like, that's not a reason to hang your head at halftime. Yeah, that's true. It, it was all a bit funny. Like I was BV about Tiago because you don't want to rile it up too much, but the tackles he was throwing in on Harry and he wasn't the only one in the midfield. Okay, they don't have to take care to not hurt him, but is it starting to look a bit like they're trying to hurt him? You know, yes. I thought that was all pretty shady and, you know, Liverpool and Klopp know how to win and maybe they identified that as a something of an opportunity just to tackle hard and, you know, if somebody can't continue, then I don't know, but it's that's a slippery slippery accusation but I I don't like Tiago anymore he's that was some mean tackling I didn't like it I love slippery (laughs) accusations go on pile on the pot no I think obviously prayer circle for Harry Kane's ankles and I was looking at news on Twitter about how it's not so bad but then of course we get Jose saying no it's not one ankle it's both ankles you have to leave at halftime and and all that and at the end of the day I just want him to be okay. Chin up, we'll we'll get him at some point in my fandom journey. It's just weird because we have lost to Liverpool quite a few times. So why do we suddenly take this one so badly? You know, it's it's almost something we should be practiced at. Almost a better long-term way to view it would be like, let's go and do our best. If we don't get a result today, it's not the end of the world because we know they're a very good team. It like shields you to move on a bit quicker. Like, yeah. I guess for the fans, you mean that to just like accept it better? I think for the fans and for the players, like I'm going to be shady at Tottenham here a little bit, but if you go out (laughs) and you draw against Fulham, who's fighting against relegation, like, why are you coming into the Liverpool game like thinking. thinking you're such, you know? I, I hear where you're coming from. I think it's just that we saw that Liverpool was coming from a losing streak and we were on a winning streak and always going to be raw over Champions League. And, uh... and I wonder if, if that's that's why we seem to not have the mental resilience against yeah. Liverpool because we've just been there so many times and we've lost and it's just become ultra traumatic for us so when we go one goal down it's mm. like, it's like everything here we go comes again. back and it's yeah. like yeah 
then we yeah. just start to get in our own way. Like RuPaul says it, like our inner saboteurs just mm-hmm. came out and had yeah. like the louder, vo- the loudest voice in yeah. our heads. I'm, I'm not trying to justify it for the team, but but I feel for them because at halftime we lost Harry. Our subs yes. were a bit questionable, but hey, Jose, you do you. Like where was Bale? Where was Vinicius? Like last thoughts on Liverpool before we move on to greener pastures um, into mm-hmm. our past. <laughs> Our tagline is to dare is to do, right? And I think we need to dare to win, not ever have an attitude that we deserve to win. And I think if you go down 1-0 and feel like the game's over, then I don't know. But it's it's a bad day and we, we go again. Before we go again, I guess let's go into our FA Cup journeys. You played Wickham 1-4 and Marine 0-5. The Marine game being very, very hype given the biggest gap between <laughs> the, the tie and Wickham. They managed. We didn't keep a clean sheet there. But the star of Marine would be Vinicius and Wickham would oh, be yeah. Ndombele. Yeah, it's the Ndombele-sans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, he was superb attacking, showing some, you know, really world-class talent and, and skills. And the half-volley goal into the, you know, looping over the goalkeeper into the far post was absolutely astonishing. Yeah, just playing some beautiful football. And we have to, like, remember, because you look at the scoreline, 1-4, it's like, oh, awesome, we super dominated that game. But if you remember watching the game, it was so tense for the first eight. 80 minutes was it the first eight which is most of the game because we were drawn for a good amount of time it was no and they scored first that's the the craziest part what a way to get back with winksy and and yes yeah oh my god that was so classy oh my gosh if we ever have a pet we're gonna name it harry winks (laughs) he's He's so oh my god thank you for your heroics yeah, there's a lot of hate on the internet for Harry Winks, but he's adorable. I'm a sucker, so can't can't I hate see, Yeah, I've I've never understood that criticism. Like, it, it's usually some form of like, oh, he passes sideways and backwards too much. But like, I think he's developed well beyond that in recent months. Yeah. He's... Oh, update your biases, guys. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. in the Spurs documentary, they call that out, and the Spurs documentary came out half a year ago already, mm-hmm. and it that was shot months before that, and in that documentary. Jose and Levy talk about how Winks has progressed so mm-hmm. much that he used to only pass sideways and backwards and now he's so much more. He has so much more like range, range I guess. Yeah. Yep. And that was months ago. Yeah. I mean, now he's and scoring. Now people are still talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Guys. yeah. On top of his great defense, on top of his great, you know, transitions, turning the ball from the defense into the attack. Yeah, I think he's superb and I hope we hold on to him. Bale, we want to hold on to him. Do, do we? Are we returning him at the end of the season? <laughs> Who knows? But... I guess just nice to see him give a non-header goal. Just like, oh, his feet work. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was a nice touch, wasn't it? Great yeah. ball in from, was it Mora who put the ball yes. into him? And it just needed a little uh, little toe poke there from Bale. So. Yeah, you know what? He he got us back in the game. We yeah. were one down. We were going to go into the half into halftime one goal down. And he kind of helped turn things around. So you know what, Bale? Yeah. Thanks. Good job. I'm certainly not keen to like pile on the criticism of him. I think we all know what we expect of him because we have big expectations from his history at the club and how much he's paid and mm. all the hype. Hopefully a step in the right direction. Yeah. But I guess the real star of this game was Ndombs with two goals that were yeah. just like minutes apart from each other. And one was so casual. Cash. He kind of passes the, the, I think the commentator said he passes the ball into the yeah. net. <laughs> 
just cool, just casual. Yeah, I think effective. I think it was Sun on the assist, wasn't it, that played it yeah. into him and just a lovely just one touch redirection. And then he kind of cherry on tops it with mm-hmm. last minute of extra time goal that is so good that you kind of you see in the in the highlights one of the Wickham players uh, applauds it. Yeah, he's <laughs> applaud- resigned. Yeah, you know what? That yeah. was good. That was good. I'm not sure if he was encouraging his own players <laughs> or applauding the goal. It could have been either. I'm going to think that he's applauding the yeah. goal because it was really good. I don't care about how big the gap is between us and Marine, but that was a fun game to watch. Definitely. Uh, apart from, you know, number one, Delhi was there. I mean, Genson was there too, but neither here nor there. Uh, and Vinny, <laughs> Vinicius just like, goodness, it's Vinny, Vinny, Lucas, Vinny, Alfie. Like, yeah. what? It was just so nice to see variety in a way. Yes, and peeps shining. I'm so happy that Vinicius got his first ever hat trick. Very cool. Super cool. And Lucas scoring again. And oh my God, can we take a moment to just absorb Alfie Divine. Mm -hmm. He's 16. This was, I think, the youngest start and youngest goal scored at Tottenham. And just to put that into perspective, Alfie Divine, 16 years old, Joe Hart, who was in goal, was 33 at at the point of this game happening. So he he was more than double. Joe Hart is only 33? Whoa! Shots fired. Because he's so mature, he's such yeah, a good leader. Yeah, he's so yeah. mature. And no, I think it's more of like, oh, we're the same age. We're both in our Jesus years. So right, I think that's right. the I think it's more like, yeah. wow, he's accomplished so much, you know? Yeah, okay. One, yeah. One yes. champion. And what have I done? You know? So I think it's more yep. of that. <laughs> How are you reversing this thing? <laughs> I'm really good at the reversing anyway. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. 33, he has great skin for 33. Mm-hmm. Great skin. Great it's definitely skin. hydrates. Always glowing. Yeah. Truly the, the wisdom he brings and like the gravitas he brings when he, he yeah. walks in there. So I think it's more of that, honestly. Definitely. Uh, now that I've I redeemed think, myself. <laughs> I think Sissoko is worth a mention in that Marine game. Just absolutely professional. You know, he just, the way he plays, he was beating people left and right and the way he can hold on to the ball in the midfield and not lose it or just make sure it gets played out of bounds and that kind of thing. He was just real caliber. What stood out for me for Marina is the fact that obviously the pitch was right next to the to the houses and just to be one of those fans, man, that could watch a game from your living room literally yeah. live. Ugh. That was cool. I think there was one guy who was watching from his kitchen window or something and he That's took a stupid. photo on it of his phone of Bale on the pitch as yeah. seen through his kitchen window and he and tweeted it and then Bale retweeted it with like a <laughs> so hand-waving <nice>. emoji. <laughs> Ah, those are moments you will not forget. I mean, Speaking yeah, we'll, of yeah. things you will not forget, oh my god, attention, Pushkash 2021. Yes. We have an early front runner, The Impossible Goal by Ndombels. So when that happened, it kind of, it blew everyone's mind. Some yes. people were like, oh, that Physics. was a happy accident, to which we oh. say, fuck right off. Exactly. He meant that. That was a preview to like his two goals at Wickham of like just not looking and he's scoring. Like blindfold this guy already because he doesn't seem to need to look at the anything to score. That was crazy. The physics of that, I was bad at physics, but it didn't feel possible and yet he made it work. What a trajectory. I think this was really one last funny is that Toby, I don't know about you, but I feel like these managers need to like 
take a strepsil. Mm. They must have sore throats. I know that because there are no fans in the arena. They pipe in fake fans. But even with that, you can hear them yelling. And they're like, you can see, like in Filipino, it's called leeted, like coming out like of your neck. Yeah, but I guess it's the, is it the muscles? <laughs> yeah, the, things the in your neck come up to the surface when yes. you strain the shout. It's passion, I get it. But I feel like they need to see like an ENT or something. Their throats must yes. be on fire. I don't know. That's just yeah. Me, what was that that Adele had? You she, she got like polyps on her vocal cords or that kind of thing. Yeah, you you got to be careful. Yeah. yeah, I guess the the number one candidates for those things are like professional singers and and football managers. Yeah, I think we need to get like a a relevant shirt sponsor. Is it Strepsils? Is it Pink <laughs> I think it's time to to get the other sleeve branded up with some Pink yeah, Papua. Sure. Yeah, that's all. That, that was my that was my last note for <laughs> the games upcoming. In the Premier League, we're been. playing Brighton and Chelsea. And in the FA Cup, Everton. You know what? Six points. Brighton, Six. Well, we need to show that we can bounce back from something like a Liverpool defeat and like just claim all three points. Then when yeah. we go to Chelsea, we know that they're not in a vulnerable transition period and we need to pounce on that well we had that really tough nil nil draw at Stamford bridge didn't we so that'll be an interesting one when when they come see us in early feb but yeah i think it's great to have the kind of liverpool traumatic whatever that's thing is that we have behind us. You look at like our our result against Man City back in November, we beat them 2-0. I mean, and they're the ones at the top of the table. So clearly we can beat anybody. We just have to remember that, yes, this has been a kind of hump in the road. But in this absolutely insane season, anybody can beat anybody. Anybody can lose to anybody. Liverpool, who for the last two years has been nearly unplayable, has been on a slump. So, I mean, it's it's happened now, it can happen again. Maybe I brought this up before, but my high school soccer and, and lacrosse coach always said the best athletes had the shortest memories. And I, I think that's absolutely what our guys need to do at this point. That's perfect, because we also have very short memories. God, I didn't remember half these yeah. games. And that's why you <laughs> yeah. watch the highlights. Yeah, also good for fans. Oh, well, with that, I guess we want to say thank you, Toby, for joining us again this week. And uh, hopefully we get those uh, six points from the league and... Moving Six. on to FA Cup, the next level. Let's do this, guys. Come Let's on, do you it. Spurs. Let's do it. Come on, Come on you Spurs. Spurs. Hey, and there goes the second half whistle. We are back. Again, if you guys want to follow along to whatever the hell we are talking about check the episode description all of the relevant links are there and again while you're pressing links and buttons smash the subscribe button all right let's get this half rolling so we want to take a minute to just to talk about the ndombelisans i know we've talked about him a bit in the first half we've talked about him a bit a lot in the halftime what an awesome like redemption story i think anyone who's been a fan over the past year knows how like on thin ice he was we saw that super tense super awkward interaction in the spurs documentary <laughs> where they're kind of like ultimatuming him <laughs> saying yo get your shit together or you're gonna have to go i think it's just 
really heartwarming to see him come around. Like you've been rooting for him and you want him to succeed. And now it's showing like the, the fruits of his labor are really coming through. And it's so good. It, he makes it look yes. effortless too. Like the way he tackles people and just like, like takes balls yeah. away from people. Like there's a thread. I don't know if I shared it with you and I'll try to dig it up. Where it was an entire thread of just like tangy moments. And it is bananas the amount of talent yes. this guy has. And we're not the only ones who notice it, obviously. I th- yeah, totally. It's the way he moves is bewildering. It's... <laughs> It's um you can't like you can't take your eyes off him. He's he's amazing. A post that kind of encapsulates how we all feel about him right now came from Hoi Bie's Instagram. So he posted this a few weeks ago, and we just super want to talk about it now because it just represents the feelings so well. He posts a picture. It, it looks like a selfie, and I feel like he made Ndombele take the selfie. He goes, he's like, hey, here, take my phone, take <laughs> my did. picture with he you. He did. And then he has his fist in the air. He's posing with Ndombs, and he posts it with a caption. Mm, dumb baller and me. Hashtag we go again. I mean, Hoi is another man we could talk about for days, but I think it's so cute to have him acknowledge and like he feels like yes. a fan as well. He's also like, oh, he's so good. I gotta take a picture with him. Like, I think that's really, really like adorable. Very cute, Tangy. We're super happy for you to dare is to do indeed. And we just can't wait to see more. I wanna see more from this guy. Like, let this be just the beginning. Surprises. Yeah. Speaking of people who are surprising me, we have a new segment. Well, we'll see how long we do this segment, depending on the content I'm willing to include in the outline. Our new segment is called lol jose (laughs) and it's because you guys have heard us week in week out and at least me and my ambivalence towards giving in to supporting our manager full-throatedly and i find out I think this is maybe the, the straw that broke the camel's back against my resistance because I find that Jose, I find out via the Instagram official um, account of Spurs that Jose Mourinho celebrated his birthday recently, guys. That makes him an Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, I am an Aquarius. And it... <laughs> don't know what to say i can't believe this i've resisted this guy for so long and i have been coming around him slowly 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 inch by inch because for all the flack that i give him and all that he is one self-aware of his you know special nature he leans into his special oneness and that's very aquarius actually to like want to be special and unique and whatever so god damn it why do i now see myself in this man but here we are 2021 who knew he has become human i would be commiserating we are relating to him i know he's He's now humanized in my eyes as an Aquarius. I can't get over this. Jose or his team, if someone can tell me where he was born and what time he was born, we can draw up his entire little chart. And I feel like that would give him even more, give us more insight into him. For anyone that knows any Spurs team members, birthday, birth time, and birthplace, please ping us on social at Stalking Spurs on Instagram or Twitter because I would love to find out their natal charts and you would learn so much about these players. But you know what, Jose? We have step one. We have his sun sign, Aquarius. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, can't believe this. I, I guess I have to like you now. We're both Aquarian. Speaking of the birthday boy and how Aquarians are haters as well, uh, there's just this really quick clip of him giving feedback on the entire Mesut Ozil transfer. As we know, a former Arsenal player has moved back into, uh, I can't say the team's name, but a Turkish league super teams. But when he was asked like, oh, what if like, would you would you take Ozil as a, a transfer into Spurs? And he was like, 
who says we want him or something along those lines, which is very bitchy and very, very Aquarius now that I know he's an Aquarius. Anything Jose does will just keep reflecting back on our sun sign. And I think that's funny. And for all the flack I give him, at least again, he is embracing and self-aware of his brand. So happy birthday, Jose. Keep being you. You do you, you do boo. You boo. Um, get us that silverware you promised. And yes, please. Hard left. There's no smooth transition here. <laughs> we are going to talk about foot Lol tennis. <laughs> so you check out the links in the description. You're going to land on a series of videos on the Spurs official Instagram, which is highlights from a session of foot tennis. There's actually, there's not like any one or two major things to say about this. It's just entertaining to see them playing a sport modified to be relevant to footballers. Actually, my one comment would be, it's not really foot tennis. It's more like foot volleyball. Yes. It's just, it's entertaining. It the highlights strange. are on Instagram. Yeah. The full video, I think, is on Facebook or YouTube. And it's like a 20-minute video if, if you want to, to like sit down and watch that. But it's just, it's just fun to watch. That's <laughs> it. That's all there is to see. But finally, back to our other recurring segment that I just wanted to bring up because as all Always, I like inserting Jan Vertonghen into every aspect of our podcast. Shit, Jan likes. Yay. <laughs> As you guys know, I stalk Jan so much and I just regularly go into his likes on Twitter because this guy is just so funny over there. And he did tweet a, a cute one lately about giving the admin of the Belgian Red Devils uh, account a race because he did this like... Zidane. Zidane. Yeah, Zidane. I can't even say it. It works better as a text. Yeah, it works better. Don't listen to me. Erase, erase, erase. And just click on the link. It's cute. But more than that, things he likes. So Jan usually likes a lot, a couple things. He like a lot of Spurs related content, which I still think is adorable because like liking things like well, we're going to the Carabao Cup. Like, come on, that is like that's support. That's a fan. Um, but I think one of the more serious things he liked recently was that uh, there's this new um, legislation or at least uh, rule or whatever on um, from the Premier League where they're doing uh, concessions to do a concussion sub. And we all know that Jan suffered from one of these last time and he really was affected for it for months. So it's good to see that. It's so cute that even if it's just a like, you know, that like he's like, yes, finally, it's a long time coming um, to get that concussion sub. And it's just for player safety, right? But also, if you guys are aware of the goings on on in general, the finance world. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on. And Jan is on top of all of it. He has liked a whole lot. I can't even link to all of them because there's way too many. I don't understand half of what's going on. So Jan, tell us more about Bitcoin. Because why are you liking all this shit on Bitcoin? Like every, like a ma- I had to scroll through so much older, oldering because he liked so many Bitcoin tweets. So clearly this guy is on his couch in Portugal, scrolling through Twitter while liking Bitcoin content. So that's his thing now, that's Bitcoin. You know what? Get rich, Jan. Get rich. That's right. <laughs> and that concludes shit Jan likes. <laughs> All right. So awesome shit Jan like session. It's always it's always my favorite part always, of the podcast. Always. It's my actually no, it's my second favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> because our first and so far most recurring section is BB of the week. For new listeners, BB of the Week is just Patty and me stalking all of the players on Instagram and all the players' wives and girlfriends on Instagram, finding <laughs> baby pics. 
It's always a joyous, cute, and fun occasion. I say joyous, yes. cute, and fun, but the first one is, wow, what is this? It's amazing. It. it is fashion. It is so many awesome things. First stop is at the Kane household. Harry Kane Instagrammed a photo of Kate. I say photo, it makes it sound so casual. It's not. It's like a photograph <laughs> to give it the gravitas it deserves. Yeah. Obviously, this was a an insane like uh, maternity shoot. She's in like a black yeah. le- leotard. Leotard, It's yeah. shot in black and white. It's very Audrey Hepburn. It gives me Hepburn yes, vibes, to be honest. She, she looks, looks good. good. If I look that good non-pregnant, I would be happy. <laughs> it looks, it's so classy. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It's one part it's Demi clear. Moore, the iconic Demi yes. Moore. It's one part Audrey Fair. Hepburn. Yeah. Yeah, Good job, wow. Mrs. Kane. You look wonderful. So she's, yeah, wow. Oh my God, next level. She also posts on her own Instagram um, opening up about the the hypnobirth that she had at home, which is, wow, all the more reason to be in awe of her. I remember listening to a podcast like two years ago now about hypnobirthing, and then this, this hypnobirthing expert was talking about what, what it means, like what just kind of trying to break down myths and what hypnobirthing is, and it's kind of just meditative birth and helping moms feel more safe and in control of the situation. Relax. And she talks about Kate in that podcast, which was years ago now. So it's, it's I think, something that, that Kate, like, really, that's her birth plan every time she gives birth, is to, like, hypno-birth. The more you learn. Well, congrats to Kate for looking fucking amazing and for always eat her kids three kids now good job girl speaking of people with three kids Jan again here I am again inserting Jan Vertonghen into the he's narrative he's always welcome um, super Jan always always first legend you are he posted he's been posting a bunch of really cute family photos as well so there was one of them with him and his wife and his son and daughter and his new baby who we don't know the gender of yet being carried but now we see this one is super cute guys it's basically um, Jan's baby boy the, the, the second son the second toddler um, and he's wearing a superman shirt and he's on a swing and he looks so happy his bigger sister Layla is behind him probably pushing him but this kid like there's so much attitude and like personality in their faces like whenever you see them you know that there's like a naughty yes. child behind it it's not just like this glossy magazine children like these are kids that are probably like annoying too because like they probably ask way too many questions who knows but I like it I like that they have personalities these are the kids I like and it's so cute to see Jan's baby boy yeah always love it love them which at a glance I thought was in San Francisco I'm like why are you traveling in the middle of a pandemic but it turns out it's in (laughs) Portugal Next, uh, a little closer to home. So next we have a photo from from Gio's Instagram. So this is not his kid. This is his niece. And he just seems like the best Tito ever. This is Tito Gio being, being a really yeah. nice pillow for his, his niece. She's like totally knocked out as kids tend to just in public on the go. Will just fall asleep anywhere. And she's fallen asleep on her Tito. And he's posted a picture of it with the caption, Mi Fortaleza, which according to Google Translate is my strength. Aww. Thank oh, you, Tito Gio. God. And he looks natural, yeah, huh? He does. He looks he really does. natural in this pose. So Gio and that girlfriend, get to it. Just kidding. Be a tita first if you're not ready. No rush. What? Yeah. Very tita. <laughs> what a tita comment. Do you don't rush, huh? It's okay. There's a lot of time. Anyway. <laughs> 
speaking of speaking of surprise appearances, I didn't freaking know that Serge Aurier had a baby girl, but we now know because Serge Aurier did a Instagram debut. Well, at least to me, it seemed like an Instagram debut because I've never seen photos of his daughter. And his daughter is not an infant. His daughter is a toddler already. And she is beautiful. Super cute. So Serge posts a, a photo of them. And I guess she was visiting because we don't really see her often on his grid or at all. And it's a photo of her, I don't know, putting makeup on him. That's a multi-photo post. And, and then the next photo, him carrying her and just really cute. And the um, caption says, my boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, She knows it also, boss. you can tell. And, like, she owns him, which I really love. Hashtag power. I, I ended up finding his daughter's mom's Instagram. And she's a, like a fitness influencer as well. Um, but no, not a lot of photos of his daughter. So I'm hoping between the two of them, we get appearances from his daughter soon. I don't know what her name is, but we would love to know. So if anyone knows Serge Aurier's daughter's name, please let us know. We'd love to acknowledge her by her name on our yeah. Baby of the Week segment. For now, she's called Boss Aurier. I like Boss Aurier. Next, we go to Lamelli. Uh, unfortunately, what we want to talk about was an Instagram story that's already expired, but we can describe it to you. <laughs> After one of the games, Lamelli posted an Instagram story of his shin pads, and on his shin pads are pictures of his son. So each one son so per cute. shin pad. So you have Tiago and Tobias. That's cute. And I thought that was really sweet. That's super cute. I guess he can't have more than two kids now, unless he gets like spare shin pads. Yeah. But yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> or it's a group photo on each on More each shin pad. It's not yeah. one shin pad. Again, moving on to other Instagram stories. I, I I think it's gonna be me. I'm gonna be this fan that reposts them because I did take a screenshot of it. So in case this goes away, <laughs> it might show up on our <laughs> Instagram. Follow us at Stalking Spurs. From Mary Lisa the Bay's account, we have a photo of Lily Sissoko's first day of school, and she is serving looks. She's in a red jacket. And she is just raring to get to work. And it's so cute. This child is everything. If I just could get more content of her every day, like inject it into my veins because I I can't get enough. She's giving me attitude. She's giving me, I'm going to own this school. And she's just giving me fun. I love her. I love her so much. I hope you had a good first day of school. Oh, and finally. So Alex Morgan was Spurs on paper for three months. hot second. But in the heart forever. Our baby of the week is Charlie Morgan. Oh my god, look at this picture. It's so sweet. I can't take it. So I guess she didn't take this photo because we can see both her hands. Maybe this is a photo taken by by her dad. (laughs) It's super sweet. It's Charlie Morgan on a swing and then it's presumably Alex's hands holding her and you can kind of see the the massive rock of a ring. What outshines this ring amazingly. It's Charlie Morgan's super cute smile. Just a sweet moment on a swing. Good to see you again. And welcome back and congratulations for regaining your BB of the Week status. We, we want more. We expect more. But yeah, so happy to see. So now back on top. And there goes the whistle that concludes the second half. Thank you everyone for joining us. This episode, again, we obviously love to hear from you guys. So please do reach out at Stocking Spurs on Twitter and Instagram to let us know Thoughts, feelings, any comments you guys have, and maybe we'll feature you in our mailbag. Thanks to Toby for joining us, and thanks Asset as well for uh, steering us through another crazy week, yeah. another crazy episode. In this thanks, Patty. Yeah. We'll see you guys see next ya. time. Come, Come on, on Spurs. Spurs.